This is the day that the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Praise the Lord. God has been good to us. He allowed us to see this another wonderful day that he has created. Charles Gabriel, in his song entitled, I Never Will Cease to Love Him, in the second stanza, he said, He gives me strength for everything. I never will cease to love him. He leads and guides me all the way. I never will cease to love him. I never will cease to love him. My Savior, my Savior, I never will cease to love him. He's done so much for me. I'm sure that you would say the very same thing, that God has done so much for us that we will never cease to love him. Yes, that is God's love for us and our love for God. But he also wants us to have great love in our marriage. In Proverbs 2, we read verse 1 to 11, but verse 10 and verse number 11 says, When wisdom entereth into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, and understanding shall keep thee. What? Wisdom is something that one needs to seek after, especially in a relationship, in a form of relationship. One needs to have wisdom. We are looking at the family, and uh, as we look at the family, we are reminded of some things that will help us to live this life. We are looking at keys to a happy, lasting marriage. And for some morning, we look at key number one, and that is the key of maturity. And I'd like for us to look at key number two. I know I have said some things about this along the way, but I want to share some more light on it today. Key number two, I look at that as communication. It is very important in a relationship. I find that when a young man and a woman is dating, they rarely or very seldom have a communication problem. They seems to be able to talk about everything, but somewhere along the line, they seem to lose it after they get married. Communication is key to marriage as blood is to the body. You would be amazed to know the true number of marriages that ended up in divorce because of a lack of communication or communicating wrongly. Some people communicate by shouting and name calling in anger. That is poor communication. I believe as long as two people can keep the lines of communication open and talk about matters in a proper way, differences can be resolved. Many couples settle for second-class marriage relationships. A second-class marriage relationship, they settle for it. Why? Because they had never learned how to properly communicate. And of course, all of us from time to time do have our issues when it comes to communicating. It is said that the most important single ingredient in a marriage is the ability to communicate. And if it is the most important single ingredient in a marriage, then we need to know how to do it. You will find that the most 
marital problems stem from the inability of two people to talk to each other in a proper communicating way. The macho man and woman recognize that there is a unity in love. In the marriage relationship, there must be freedom for both individuals. Each must maintain his or her personality and identity. I often say that we need not try to change the other person. There's only one person that we can change in a relationship, and that is I can change myself with God's help. You can change yourself with God's help. Never try to change the other person. Only the other person and God could do that. A sound marriage would mean togetherness, but it also means respect for the rights and the privileges for the other party. A wife should be able to honestly express her feelings to her husband and the husband likewise to his wife. A true story is told by a loving pastor who had to counsel two of his members, husband and wife. He said that the wife who did not know he had talked with her husband came to him for counseling. The problem seems to be that the woman was not completely committed to the Lord, but her lack of commitment to Christ was not the real problem. So one day, she picked up the pastor, brought him by their home, and asked if he would speak to both of them. Of course, her husband was surprised, but quickly responded. Now the pastor had to be referee between both of them. You can imagine how that was. And both of them were his friend. So for about 20 minutes, she calmly mentioned the things that were bothering her. Those added together created a spirit of resentment in her. Some of her complaints went back as far as six months after they were married. When she finished, he very calmly said to her, Honey, why in the world you didn't tell me these things years ago? They had been married for 10 years and from six months after they got married, these things were happening. Her answer was, I was afraid to. I thought you would explode. The pastor said, knowing that the story had two sides, he asked the husband if he would like to explain his side and if he would do it as calmly as he could. So he did for almost the same amount of time. He explained her weaknesses. And when he was finished, she said, why didn't you tell me all of this before? Why? He said, because I thought that you would get mad and go into a long period of silence. They took that and learned to communicate. The wife became a great committed woman to Christ. With all that I'm saying, I'm saying that communication is so important to a marriage. I'll build on that a little more next morning. Our time has expired for today. Father, thank you so much. I always say thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you are teaching us and help us to be willing to learn. And Lord, not just to hear these things, but to be able to put these things in practice. Would you have your way with us? Would you guide us, direct us? We love you and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. May God bless you all as you share these devotions with family and friends. Do have a great day. Stay safe.